Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January 26th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America as our guide. Now, if it's a Jesus revolution, we're in, but we primarily reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. Of course, that means two hours with yours truly and the good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley. Now, Scott Bradley is founder and chairman of the Constitutional Commemoration Foundation. And he's also the author of his book and DVD lecture series to preserve the nation in the traditions of the founding fathers. Now, his website is freedomsrisingsun.com, freedomsrisingsun.com. You can check out his incredible videos and his collegiate series and his Weekly webinars on the Constitution, Q&As, and a whole lot more. It's all available there. Dr. Bradley, welcome, sir. Well, thank you very much, Sam. Here we are at the end of another week. Well, I guess you got one more day to broadcast this week, don't you? That, so, well, uh, yeah. Yes and no. Okay, I have so- six days show. Once in a while, I take a day off and, and play a great rebroadcast of a show and stuff like that. So sometimes it's six days live. Uh, sometimes it's five. But we kind of work on it and work through it. And every day is a news day, sir. Well, indeed it is. In fact, it's it's funny. I just, I have my alarm clock set to wake me up in the morning, which is usually not necessary. I'm usually awake before it hits. But uh, I've got it set to the most irritating station that I can find in my neighborhood. It's It's a talk show program. It's it's blather, blather, blather. I mean, it is absolutely astoundingly inane. I mean, the, these two guys that are there talking, I, I there was a show that the kids used to watch. What was it called? It was Seinfeld. It was a TV show, a, a, a sitcom, you know, series uh, about nothing. Absolutely inane nothing. And that's what these guys do. And they come on. And it's like we are filling our heads with absolutely worthless. It's not even information. It's just noise. And, and that seems to be Well, you're right about that. Nature. And that is the problem. And that is the point. And it's interesting you bring that up, Dr. Bradley, because I have on my very topic right now a headline or an email that I just got from Ron Paul over at Campaign for Liberty. <clears throat> and uh, in his email that he sent me the headline says this ron paul campaign for liberty and the title or the subject is called the great distraction and it goes into exactly what you're saying in this election year they're going to talk about who's going to be the vp pick and this and that and donald this and that on the campaign trail and da 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 and on and on and it's nothing but a great distraction and he says this is the time the deep state behind the scenes takes on some of the most complicated abusive violation of liberty tyrannical tactics ever so you've got to jettison the distraction and stand with what matters and what really can restore the republic. 
I think you and Dr. Paul are both on target. You're thinking along the same lines. I think you're right as rain. Well, see, that's the reason I have it set for that blather show. As soon as their inane voices turn on that radio, I am instantly shutting that radio off, and I'm I'm out of bed. <laughs> I mean, it is holy cow. And, and you know, I, I don't know what their listenership is. I, I honestly don't. Um, and it, it may be that, that they're considered to be but, the But it doesn't matter what their the listenership is except for the destruction of the country because if they're into distraction, if they're into nothing that's going to redeem the country or do any good, then, it, I mean, the bigger their listenership is, almost the worse it is in that case, right? Yeah, it, it really is. And that's the thing that, you know, I... I I wish, I mean, I, I pray literally for, the, for a, a movement uh, across the nation where Americans begin to care enough about their liberty to, to actually participate in its preservation. You know, um, Andy Jackson in his farewell address talked about the price of liberty being eternal vigilance. And um, there's, it's attributed to a lot of different people, but he's the first one that used it widely in America. It actually came out of Dublin. Ireland uh, in the 1790s. It, it, a lot of people consider it to be a, a Jefferson or a, or maybe a Patrick Henry thing, but it came out of Dublin, Ireland in the 1790s, and Andy Jackson used it. The price of liberty is eternal vigilance, and and if we continue to allow ourselves to be distracted, as, as Ron Paul puts it, um, it's it's basically like Nero fiddling while Ro- Rome burns, and I don't know if that really happened or not. I don't even know if they had fiddles in those days, but but the fact of the matter is, we're fiddling as a people, and we are not paying attention. And uh, I mean the the Davos thing that just happened, and I mean holy cow, I mean we have the the COP twenty what is it COP twenty eight the uh, conference of participants twenty eight thing for the the environmental thing things are happening people and the world health organization is is attempting to get uh, you know additional uh, agreements to further subvert us in our uh, in our liberty our health liberty as, as well as uh, our governance and the united nations is constantly wheedling away and we got our uh, made up sexual status people and groups that are that are infiltrating everything i mean uh, you know you read about that 50 year old guy that's swimming with 13 year old girls because he he identifies as a 13 year old girl he's not just swimming with them he's in the changing room and the showers with them here's a guy that should be in prison i mean and it's like holy cow I mean, it wasn't, I, I, you know, I grew up in the days of Leave it to Beaver and Ozzy and Harriet and, and Father Knows Best and all that kind of stuff. And I know they were inane shows too, but, but there was at least a, a kind of a button-down attitude in society, you know. And uh, so, so I just, I just am, I'm just baffled about how little people care. And and it's kind of like we want to pay more for everything and get less. I mean, it's everything's upside down and backwards. Isaiah spoke of our day, I presume, right? So that's kind of the nature of the beast that we're in right now. And and I uh, I'm sorry to bring that up about that radio program. It's it's a it's absolutely the antithesis of what we try to do on this program, where we talk about things of moment, things of oh, that's hinge points, 
hinge points in not just America, but the entire world. And uh, I'm gravely concerned that not enough people are paying attention. I would say this. <clears throat> it is a great distraction that we're seeing. And I think you and Ron Paul are onto it. Uh, we're basically just titillated with nothing of any value that makes any sense. Part of the problem with it is when we say people don't care, I think a lot of us care. I just, at some point, we feel like our hands are tied and there's nothing we can do about it. And it's just watching a car crash or a, a, a huge, you know, multi-car crash happen in slow motion. It's like at some point <clears throat> you don't want to continue watching it because it's just so morbid, <clears throat> so um, unsettling that you kind of say, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to watch this. Um, I'll give you an example. Donald Trump issues warning to Haley donors. He claims they will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp if they continue. Now, think about that. <clears throat> he literally says, hey, if you donate, donating to Nikki Haley, then hey, if you make a contribution to her, from this moment forth, you'll be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. Now, I think about this, and, I, you know, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to, you know, consolidate support now, and she doesn't stand a chance. I get it. But it's like, what tactics do you use? Now the Republicans are trying to put together a tactic from the Republican National Committee that says, hey, Donald's already the front runner. We're not going to even entertain anybody else going forward. He's, he's locked this up. And I think, isn't this premature? He doesn't even have all the delegates that he's supposed to have yet. Okay, look, they're playing game. this all, in my opinion, um, smacks of tyranny and election fraud and election manipulation, and the list goes on and on. So on one hand, it's a distraction. On the other hand, we've guard against this the kind of behavior. We've got to stand up against this. It's foolhardy. You don't take control before you've won enough delegates to do so. There are principles here at stake, doctor. You know, it's there's so many things that are sick and wrong about what uh, Donald Trump's doing, and maybe we can talk a little bit about that when we get back from this uh, little interlude. That is, I don't know. Do you pay bills with this or something, um, Sam? I don't know. Is this this is uh, just maybe to break the monotony of discussion, huh? <laughs> Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live. Doctor Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman on your radio. Scott was on the road this week. We'll tell you about that as well. Coming up on your radio. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by ConfederateChurchOfChrist.com. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies, John 8, 44. 
Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then, the more they use the lie, the more they reproduce the lie. The more spiritual power they get. Now look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. That power protects the cells of the beast from prosecution. Why isn't Hillary in prison? She is protected. We must restore our national relationship with God. Truth is sacred in the kingdom. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9, 6. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So on Truth Social on Wednesday, Trump said, quote, anybody that makes a, quote, contribution to Birdbrain, I guess that's Nikki Haley, from this moment forth will be permanently barred from the, quote, MAGA camp. Now, I don't know what the MAGA camp is exactly. Um, Now, they say Haley is average at best. He will no longer tolerate it. We got to move forward. And I just think, you know what? I don't like this behavior from people, Dr. Bradley. This isn't what our founders envisioned. Donald does not have, through the proper process, the the number of delegates to, to lock this up. Now, I submit to you that partisan politics and to lock up a number of delegates as a party and to use the partisan politics of a party uh, to blackball Nikki Haley is a serious problem indeed, doctor. Well, it's almost, shall we say, pandemic or it's epidemic criminal. or what it is. But it, it, the problem is that, that everybody and their dog has determined that they're going to control and through using prior constraint or restraint are going to control the narrative on almost everything. I mean, it goes all across the board. I mean, you know, like we know about my 1,500 videos that were removed because YouTube felt that they didn't toe the line with the, with the uh, official um, script that, that they had been handed. I mean, this happens with, uh, I mean, it happened with Twitter and, and all of the people that, that have all of the big tech have been controlling this. It's interesting that the, uh, the Democratic National C- Committee has done this with with the way they've handled it, they're not going to let anybody discuss a potential other candidate than Joe Biden at this point. We was slipping through our fingers as we speak. Um, we got Donald Trump pulling this stunt. It's so amazing. The, it's the antithesis of the exchange of ideas that happened as this nation was being founded. Um, you know, they, they met in taverns or in churches or on the park bench or, or in their uh, councils and, and uh, their gathering places. It, it's without an exchange of information and ideas um, we get kind of in an echo chamber and in that echo chamber we only hear our own voice and and we think that it's reinforced by everything donald trump is is using strong arm tactics that are unworthy let's put it that way it's it's something that mao or hitler or or stalin or or bush or you know i mean uh, obama or Clinton, whoever would do. I mean, literally, the uh, the idea of an exchange of ideas 
has just basically been lost in America today. I've talked a number of times as we've visited on the radio here about uh, the, the Lincoln-Douglas debates, the, the Kennedy-Nixon debates. I mean, there were exchanges of information that allowed the people to hear different opinions and ideas and views. And, and the problem, is, I mean, it's not the problem, it's a problem that we have today, is that there's, there's this kind of attempt to blend everything into this one single, solitary, acceptable script. And, and we saw with the COVID thing, I mean, the, the absolute overwhelming avalanche of the single source, it was a marketing slogan is basically what it came down to. Religious leaders, political leaders, media leaders, celebrities, uh, your newspapers, magazines, and your uh, your local talk shows, everybody had the same written script handed to them. And there was a great deal of... Uh, yeah, they never gave me that script. I think they didn't think I'd go well, along, Doctor. They, if you saw the script, it would be shocking because you, they know... It was like, hey guys, have you seen this thing? It actually, it it actually exists. I would have loved to have got a script. I would have. I mean, yeah. But for but sure. the talking heads actually reflected that. But Donald Trump is doing exactly that. The the Democrats are doing exactly that. They are trying to shoehorn everybody into a single concept of operating, and it's just not the American way. We have an independence of thought and a process. You know, it's based upon, you know, First Amendment stuff like freedom of the press, freedom of speech, you know, the right of assembly, all those kind of things. Uh, but but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what this MAGA camp is. I mean, I, I guess maybe there's a. Well, it's the made America, make America great again crowd. So you got the never Trumpers. They're the anti MAGA folks. Then you got the MAGA that are they're always the Trumper crowd and stuff like that. And so you're basically just not in with the Donald if you fund Nikki Haley. Now I'm not for funding Nikki either. Don't misunderstand me. I don't think I don't think she has a prayer. I think she ought to wind up her campaign immediately. Plus I think she's a deep state operative and I think she's a serious problem indeed. Uh, but that's a secondary discussion. The the point is whether you like Nikki or not, whether you like Hillary or Bill or Barack or Joe or any of these clowns or not isn't the point. The point is we have a process in America, sir. And I don't care who's on which side of the process. I want the process to be adhered to. I want fidelity to that process because that's the American way. That's the constitutionalist viewpoint. We're a constitutional republic. We're not a democracy. We're not a mob rule. We're not a, okay, you don't circumvent the system. Now, I know Donald's a little impatient and it's like, oh, we're spending a ton of money on this and we don't need to. And I understand all those things. But as long as people use their free will to fund Haley, and as long as Haley decides she wants to hang on, she has every right to do that. They have every right to fund her campaign. Now, we could talk about dark money, and that's a whole different topic that they're all guilty of being involved in and taking and everything else. Uh, but, but as a whole, we cannot short-circuit this process. Okay? There are 50 states in the union. They make up their own local election realities in terms of timelines and everything else. They have the rights to do those things. Okay? So you cannot short-circuit the process. And I say shame on the MAGA supporters if they're for this. Shame on Donald for this Gestapo-type tactics to where you're just threatened and beat into submission. And shame on the Republican Party that wants to move on beyond, uh, you know, the process. Shame on them all for this, doctor. And we need to speak well, out boldly and clearly about what the process is and strict adherence to it. 
uh, yeah, you're right on. I mean, there's no, uh, I, in my opinion, uh, there's no justification. And by the way, even if it was my favorite candidate in the world that I thought, I mean, even if Dr. Bradley was going to be running for president and he wanted to short circuit the process, I would be against him in doing so. It isn't about Trump or it isn't about any person. It's about principle and about process and about the rule of law. Okay. You cannot just circumvent this. Okay, you can't just browbeat Nikki out of it, and anybody's just afraid to touch Nikki because if you do, you'll be blackballed by the dictator. Okay, when the Democrats talk dictator stuff, this is the things they mean. Do I think Trump's a dictator? No, not really. Not not the way he governed before. I mean, he did some stupid stuff, but he wasn't really a dictator. But when they make these kind of statements about him being a dictator, and then Donald says, oh, well, only on the first day. And, hey, the Constitution doesn't matter. And, hey, I'm going to have retribution against my enemies. And, hey, you can't touch Nikki or you're out of the MAGA crowd. And, and all these kind of – it just fuels that fire, Doctor. And uh, well, all the, sides on this are out in the weeds. It's an interesting insight into the mental uh, state <laughs> of a lot of these people. They, they are tyrants at heart, though. I mean, I'm sorry, Sam. Well, and that is if the someone, point. That's right. That is a huge problem is that, that we – we seem to select we seem to select leaders that have the draconian bent and i i have to say that uh with with rare exceptions most of those that currently try to lead do it with an iron fist and uh you know they may put that iron fist in a silk glove but the silk glove is not going to pad the blow. Yeah, we used and, to call it the velvet hammer in the media when they'd basically just blackball you and drum you out of the media or control what you have to say. We called it the velvet hammer. They'd pull you in and tell you how great you were at the same time. Don't talk about the IRS, doctor. You know we don't do yeah. that. It offends our advertisers. But you're great, and you're going to get a raise. And, you know, the more money we make with ratings, the better we're all going to do and everything else. We, we love you, doctor. And So it's the velvet hammer, right? Well, that's exactly what happened, I believe, with the, the COVID thing. I I believe without that big question. pharma where they were they were funding brought to you by Pfizer brought to you by Moderna brought to you, you know you could go through the whole list of those things every time there was a talking head up there was closely associated with that uh, a media blitz of of uh, advertising and those big bucks talk they really truly do and um, you know it, it happens with this dark money you talk about I mean there's there's movements today that are out there that are funded with uh, huge, I mean, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars are going into this. Oh, one other thing. You brought up, uh, apparently, for some reason you got the impression, I don't know if Trump actually said it in exact what, what way he said it, but he talked about the waste of money this is. And uh, and it's interesting to me that the way the uh, federal election... Yeah, actually, those around was, Donald are the ones making those claims in the Republican National Committee and everything else. And so it's it's not Donald directly in that example, but they're all aligned in this, let's move past the process and coordinate the Donald. This is not a selection, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the way it works. And so anybody who kind of lends credence to this idea, I'm going to stand against. Well... Absolutely. And the, the issue that's really interesting is, is you look at some of these senators and congressmen that are dropping out of the election this year. I think that there's method to their madness, honestly, because the federal election laws are written in such a manner that let's say they have a six or eight or ten million dollar election war chest, if you will. The laws are written in such a manner that if they no longer are a candidate, 
they can keep that money. Now, they do have to pay taxes on it. They, they, you know, they have to declare it as income. But they pay. But if you've got a ten million dollar war chest and you get to keep half of it, that ain't too bad. That's a nice little nest egg to nest egg to uh, to say I'm going to ride into the sunset and enjoy my retirement years. Really? Well, that's I'm absolutely sure criminal. Will. If you ask my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, let's have fidelity and respect for the process, the rule of law in America. If we don't, we're going to wish we did someday. I'll tell you that right now. When we come back, Dr. Bradley was on the road. We're going to tell you all about that, and that dovetails into the very topic we're discussing about. Look, it's all a distraction, and they're completely off the rails. We need a, I don't dare say a reset. That's what they want. Uh, We need a restoration. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Despite a Supreme Court ruling granting federal agents the authority to remove it, the Texas National Guard persists in adding more razor wire along the border near Eagle Pass. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas expressing support for this action. I'm proud of the great state of Texas. I'm proud of our governor. I'm proud of our state legislature because they're stepping up and defending our state from invasion. Louisiana's governor offering his support as well. In a video posted to X, Governor Jeff Landry claimed... Enough is enough. We support legal, not illegal, immigration. We support secure and safe borders. Texas and the White House have been at odds over who holds sway on the U.S.-Mexico border. In a statement, Governor Greg Abbott asserts that Texas holds constitutional authority to defend and protect its borders. Former Trump White House aide Peter Navarro has been sentenced to four months in prison. Navarro was convicted of contempt of Congress in September for not complying with the subpoena issued by the January 6th House Select Committee. Navarro's team argued during sentencing that he believed he could not comply with the committee's subpoena due to executive privilege. U.S. gross domestic product is up more than expected for the last three months of 2023. Wall Street predicted a 2% rise. It went up 3.3%. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen arguing in favor of the Biden administration's policies during an event in Chicago Thursday. Instead of contracting, the economy has continued to grow, driven by American workers and President Biden's economic strategy. At the same time, a new study from Bankrate shows less than half of all Americans are prepared for a $1,000 emergency expense. Many in the survey said they would go into debt to cover emergency expenses if they had to. This is USA News. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337. 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337. 
Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right. Happy to have you back, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio. Uh, So what we're talking about is Ron Paul. Uh, And he wrote uh, an email to me called The Great Distraction. And he said, look, you know what? We're going off the rails with this thing. I mean, everything is just crazy. Dr. Bradley highlights the same point before I even bring up the Dr. Bradley or the Dr. Ron Paul article. Uh, So both doctors are aligned in their thinking. And I I agree with them completely. We are literally, I mean, we're debating whether we should skip primary uh, primary election and caucuses and just coronate the Donald. That's like really a discussion on the table. Are you kidding me? Talk about violating the law. Talk about just jettisoning uh, everything that we hold dear. Okay, that I mean, th- th- to do so is election fraud, folks. And Donald's literally going to go, yeah, there's election fraud over and over. And then it's like, hey, coronate me. And then the RNC is going to be like, oh, absolutely. They're all literally off their rock crazy. Folks, we can't do that kind of stuff. And when Donald on True Social says, look, you, you fund anything, put a penny to Haley, and you're out of the MAGA camp. Okay, look, you don't need to have, look, a good idea doesn't need the rightness of something, doesn't need force or compelling to make it happen. So Dr. Scott Bradley went up to the Idaho State Capitol and speaks against the Constitutional Convention. How'd it go, doctor? Well, it's, you know, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. There's a huge movement in Idaho right now, being funded, it's highly organized, cleverly disguised, powerfully promoted, 
The funding behind it is immense. Uh, many uh, huge uh, budget uh, offerings are being made. In fact, I heard, uh, and I don't know the number exactly, but I was told, and so, you know, maybe it's somebody's estimate, so I, I guarantee I don't, I can't guarantee the number, but there was a woman, a female legislator in the last election that uh, was targeted by these people that are looking for a, con a constitution convention that uh, is opposed to it. She still continues to be, and she was at the meeting I, I was able to speak at. And anyway, that uh, they I was told that these people, foreigners, if you will, I don't know how foreign that means, maybe they're all United States citizens, but they were not Idahoans. And uh, they put a couple of hundred thousand dollars to defeat her in her election. She won by six votes. And so they're rattling the chain of, huh, you're not on our side. We're going to target you. We're going we're gonna to boot you out of office. And, and the thing that's interesting, while there are none that are perfect that are in office, the thing that's rather interesting is very often they're, they're jettisoning people that are uh, interested in preserving the blessings of liberty through our original foundation, the Constitution. And by golly, we're going to show you, we're going to kick you out of office. And um, and so there are a lot of legislators. I don't know what the actual number is because, you know, I, I don't have my finger to that pulse maybe as, as well as I should. But they're a different state than we live in. And so, <clears throat> but but there, it seems that there's a, a kind of an undertow there that says, I'm more interested in holding office and my position than I am withstanding with principles. Or that, I'm more interested in, in looking good and favorable to the world or to the people out there, to the constituent, to whatever agenda they behold to. Uh, they almost fear that more than God. Well, they do. And here's the deal. I mean, this goes back to a secular humanist manifesto mentality. I mean, this is the de facto lesson plan for modern American education. I mean, you know, the the 1933, 1973, and 2003 uh, Humanist Manifestos. Go get them. They're little pamphlets. They're, you could read all of them in probably 45 minutes. I mean, I'm not you know exact, but that's close. Anyway, and one of those tenets that's in there is uh, situational ethics. Ethics is situational and autonomous. That's an exact quote. Lies straight from the pit of hell. Say again? It's a lie straight from the pit of hell. It is indeed. Well, that's that's what I'm very concerned about. And, and this thing in Idaho is probably just a, uh, it's kind of a, a symptom of what's going on all across America. This is a highly funded, cleverly disguised, powerfully to, uh, promoted effort. And by the way, one of the things I spoke about, well, the title of the, the talk was 10 Delusions of Convention of the States, and then with subtitles, or Article 5 Convention, or Amendments Convention, or Conference of States Advocates, okay? D regardless of what you call it, this is a Constitution Convention. They put these little euphemistic terms out there like, oh, these are not nearly as dangerous as a convention would be. By definition, if you can change the Constitution... We just want to tinker around the edges, they say. Well, here's the deal. They go out and they sing to the choir, so to speak. If in, in Utah or, or uh, Idaho, they <clears throat> they bring the people and say, well, "We need a balanced budget amendment." Well, oh, we need we need term limits. But in California, they just passed. In fact, this was just registered with the Secretary of State. 
four months and about, uh, what's today, the uh, four months and five days ago, uh, the registered with the Secretary of State was a, a call for a convention at a California legislature. The Senate uh, uh, voted in favor of it uh, two to one. It's a heavy, heavy supported thing in, this, in the Senate there in the, and in their house, if you will. Uh, they were three to one, over three to one, actually. This, this is a movement that the legislators are really behind. But you need to understand, my friend, that this is a movement to destroy the Second Amendment. This, this literally, in what is is uh, suggesting, not suggesting, it's advocating, it's it's promoting, it's it's trying with everything in its power to say we're going to call a convention, which will happen if you have a convention. California is going to be there. I guarantee. Okay, that's just the nature of the beast. Whether it's a convention of the states, Article Five convention, amendments convention, or conference of states, whatever they denominate it. California is going to be there. The the there's okay. There's a whole bunch of things we could talk about, but it appears, in spite of what these convention promoters say, they say it'll be one state, one vote. California gets one vote. Wyoming gets one vote. Well, the problem is California has 39 over 39 million people. Wyoming has less than 600,000. That means that that uh, each each person in Wyoming will be 65 times more powerful than each person in California. That's not going to fly. And so the movement is, and, and the most likely scenario is going to be that it's going to be a representation at the convention with uh, something that is analogous to the, to the uh, Electoral College. California has 54 electoral votes, okay? Entire number of electoral votes in the entire nation is 538. So California has just over 10% of the votes. One state has just over 10% of the votes. And I figured out for the Idaho people, because they get four electoral votes, they get less than three-quarters of 1% of the votes of the Electoral College. You, you can do the mass, math for your own for your own state, but you know Utah has six votes. Do the math. Six divided by 538 times 100 will tell you what percentage it is. But but that's the problem. And that, then you look at like the other big states like New York and Illinois and so on, and you have to ask yourself, self, is New York or Illinois more closely aligned with the Rocky Mountain states' mentality and philosophies, or more closely aligned with the California? It should be readily apparent. Not even close. Not close. And if you put all of the Rocky Mountain states basically together in one lump and they all voted together, they just barely come up to, well, just over what, what Illinois has in theirs. If you put all those states together, Illinois cannot vote them, basically. California, absolutely. I mean, excuse me, New York absolutely can. So if you get these big, high-population density states, which it's an aphorism I've kind of, I think it holds water, in the high po the higher the population density, the greater the propensity to socialism. Now, if you add universities in that, it goes on steroids. But, but that's the problem, is these high population density states, which have the high electoral votes, are going to have real sway. And California just called for a convention and it's been registered with their Secretary of State. If a convention gets called, the California delegation 
is going to be promoting a Second Amendment destroying um, amendment. I mean, it's it's and it's like holy cow, people, are you kidding me? And so, if let's say you live in Idaho or Utah or Montana or Wyoming or <coughs> any of the other states that actually love the Constitution in its traditional form, it's like holy cow. Um, Aren't we at risk? And yes, we are going to be at risk. And we talked about that at length. I mean, there's sounds like we've got to take another break. Quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio. FreedomRisingSun.com is his website with his weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, and more, along with his collegiate series to preserve the nation. Quick pause, more in seconds on your radio. parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Scott Bradley and I talking about this Constitutional Convention push, this psychotic agenda that really is going to undermine everything we hold dear in America, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it'll be a disaster on steroids. The big, large, multi-populated states, or whatever you want to call it, 
uh, multi-ethnic states. I don't even know what to call it because half of them are, are, are starting to become illegal aliens that don't even understand the Constitution or anything else. Um, you're going to have these big states literally just clean the clock and destroy the Constitution. It's a disaster in the making. Nobody sees it hardly except for me and Dr. Bradley and a few others. Most people are like con-con, psychotically happy. They're just dizzy with excitement about destroying everything we hold dear. The couple of hundred years of success and freedom and stability and safety that we've had all up in smoke if these people have their way. Here's the details from the California legislative body as they just drool for this thing, doctor. Okay, again, this uh, it's, it was Senate Joint Resolution 7, and uh, that's what was passed the California legislature. Again, in, in the secretary, excuse me, in the Senate, it was more than two to one in favor, and in the uh, House, they call it an assembly there, was was over three to one. Okay, this was overwhelmingly proposed. Okay, here's what it says, quoting, you can go to them and their Secretary of State has this on their website. You don't have to believe me. Okay, quoting, it affirms that federal, state, and local governments may adopt public safety regulations. Listen carefully. All of this is woven into something that the Supreme Court has been saying. No, 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 no. Even the Supreme Court is saying it. And, and since they can't get it through there, they're going to jettison the Second Amendment. And, and now this is what they're going to replace it with because they, you can't get it past the Second Amendment. Okay. Public safety regulations limiting aspects of firearms acquisition, possession, public carry, and use by individuals. And to impose as a matter of national policy the following firearms regulations and prohibitions. This is going to be a national policy, kids. Not just in whacked California. This is going to be everywhere. Okay, going on. One, universal background checks as a prerequisite to purchase or acquisition of a firearm. Two, prohibition on sales, loans. So I couldn't loan a firearm to a child of mine. To, to go out skeet shooting, trap shooting, rabbit hunting, whatever you want. Okay, I'm going back in. A prohibition on sales, loans, or other transfers of firearms to those under 21 years of age. There's a couple of exceptions to that. Three, a minimum waiting period after the purchase or acquisition of a firearm before that firearm may be delivered to the buyer or acquirer. And four, a prohibition on the sale, loan, or transfer of assault weapons, including AR-15s and other weapons of war to private civilians. Okay, kids, you need to understand the AR-15 is the most popular firearm in the nation, has been for years. They're not going to let you sell, loan, or transfer that firearm. Now, this is just the beginning of a total shutdown. I mean, this is the 1938 uh, Nazi Firearms Act on steroids. And California has called for a convention to be able to propose this. Now, uh, people, this is not the only problem. Most of the amendments that are proposed will actually literally be throwbacks to the Articles of Confederation that were in place, uh, that were the failure formula that they had to write a new convention for. And, and th- all of these things could be ratified by changing the ratification process. Right now, you've got to get three-quarters of the states to ratify. People always say to me, oh, Bradley, three-quarters of the states aren't going to be sucker-punched with this. Oh, come on, quit, quit bugging us. The problem was that under the Articles of Confederation, you had to have 100% of the states ratify. The convention was called to ra- revise. That was the term. That means amend 
the existing Constitution. And so they had to have 100% to change it. Well, they changed the ratification process when they rewrote the entire Constitution. And so it got ratified easier. The guys that put it together were honorable men. They required nine states instead of 13. That's all there were in those days. But it could be a simple vote in Congress. It could be a, a polling on, you know, call-in. It could be the purple-finger democracy thing that they did in Iraq. Any number of things. There is, it's open for change across the board. And, and so, I mean, they could do uh, term limits. And uh, let's say a senator, for example, got limited to two six-year terms. Well, that's plenty of time. Everybody says, okay, people, you need to understand. The second six-year term would be a six-year lame duck senator. Right now, I sweat bullets between the November election and the January seating of the new Congress because there's two months in wherein lame duck congressmen and senators whack out and go out of out of control and and especially if they i mean they know they they, they're not going to be answerable to any of the electorate anymore can you imagine a third of the senate always in a lame duck session we would it would be horrid there's people proposing um, that the supreme court have term limits there's ideas here's an idea that that you'll love Right now, the, con the, the Constitution prevents, or is supposed to anyway, it doesn't because they're ignoring it, but the Constitution says you can only spend money for what we authorize. No, they're going to let you spend money anytime you got money. That's one of the proposed amendments. The, they say, oh, well, uh, uh, okay, well, you know, sometimes the president has to, has to act, and, and we should allow the president to spend money below a certain threshold in other words, legislate expenditures. And right now it says the president can't legislate. But let's say that, that's, for example, they, they pass an amendment that says if the expenditure is less than $20 million, the president can automatically choose to do so, whether it's been legislatively enacted, you know, according to Article 1, Section 7, Article 1, Section 9, where they can't spend any money unless it's been passed by law, they would change that to read. Uh, under a certain threshold, I pick $20 million. You can pick another number. You, the president can say, oh, I've got that money. I'm spending it on this. Well, can you see the possibility where the president were to say, I'm going to take independent action on 50 different $20 million expenditures, one for each state, $20 million to Utah, $20 million to Idaho, $20 million to New York, whatever. Okay, it's under the $20 million threshold, so the president could do that as opposed to what it says now, president can't legislate at all, ever. We have such a plethora, an overwhelming avalanche of problems that could come out of this, and they're saying, oh, no, one state, one vote. That's not going to happen. They're saying, oh, no, we not can a chance. it to. Never happened. Ladies it and gentlemen, listen will. to this. Here's my headline for this. Criminal California Governor Newsom continues to violate Second Amendment laws. Headline, NRA slams Governor Newsom's assault on Second Amendment. Okay, all I'm telling you is and all this is gonna be pushing for uh, a con-con. That's what they're going for on this thing. And what they're really trying to do is, is um, use the Solinsky's idea, which is let's just overwhelm the system with confusion. Let's debate whether the president 
you know, or Donald Trump can even be a candidate on the ballot. Let's debate what, you know, um, uh, insurrection is, even though there's no charges been filed. Let's go ahead and just attack gun rights everywhere and have Illinois just double down uh, as the governor uh, of Illinois for gun violations. And let's have California governor do the same thing. Let's have the Washington state governor do the same thing. And sheriffs are standing up everywhere saying, no, we're not going to allow this to happen. It's a violation of our citizens' rights. And then they say, oh, these sheriffs are off their rock crazy. They think the sheriff thinks he's God and he can do whatever he wants to. And the battle just, and the more this gets complicated and the system just gets overrun with everything by these Solinsky tactics, um, everybody just turns and goes, oh my gosh, we're, what do we do? We better have a con con to figure this out. That's where this is headed, doctor. Well, absolutely. They, 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 most Americans don't have the slightest idea how broad and powerful our Constitution is in limiting government and preventing tyranny. And, and what has happened is it's been violated for so long because of that ignorance, because legislators and congressmen and senators and everybody is complicit in this whole thing. Everybody tries to feed it the goodie box. And pretty soon you're saying, well, you know what? Boy, there's such a mess on the on this thing. We just need to, to get together and let's straighten it out. Look, the Constitution limits the United States government to certain specified delegated authorities. The Tenth Amendment says, if we didn't give it to you, you ain't got it. The, the Ninth Amendment says, we've got all our rights, even if we didn't mention them or list them. And, and the limited powers of the general government are separated and divided and checked and balanced against each other. And what we have is, is uh, cowardly legislators and cowardly congresspersons that are saying, oh, they might unelect me if I, if I don't go along with this. They're, they're little whimpering, simpering old biddies that need to grow a backbone and say, listen, folks, not on, my go- not on my watch. We are going to stand tall, and we're going to protect. We're going to defend. We're going to send to our grandchildren the blessings of liberty that were bequeathed to us at such great cost. We've turned our back on that, and people are worried about getting unelected if they don't get on the bandwagon. What a cowardly, sniveling group we have if they do that. The people need to rise up and roar in their faces. No, we will not. We will not be Roger that. Amen to that. We've got to restore the republic, ladies and gentlemen. Any other idea is absolutely unacceptable. You want to know why? Because we've got a couple of hundred years track record. When we obey the supreme law of the land and keep the covenants God made with the inhabitants of this land, we're blessed and protected. When we don't, it goes absolutely off the rails. There's only one solution. That is morality and religion in the people and use the supreme law of the land with all of its checks and balances and due process and processes and everything. We've got to double back to these principles that make America great. God save the Republic of the United States of America.